Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome. I am your host, Michael Moorcroft. Thank you for tuning into The Mage as well, your 101 guide to all things witchcraft and spiritual. Hey, mages. This week I was invited onto The Little Black Witch Show, where I chatted to Praxi about tarot. Now I've teamed up with them, and we're doing a huge giveaway. The prizes are massive. We've got a psychic, we've got an astrology reading, we've got two types of tarot readings, there's CBD skincare, there's jewellery, there's t-shirts, there's a lot happening. And I'm actually doing another competition where you can win a two-hour tarot reading with me. Now my one closes on the 19th of July and the Little Black Witch collab is for the whole month. You've got to be in it to win it, witches. It's all on my Instagram, you can't miss it. May the odds be in your favour. All right, guys, I have Michael with me from the podcast, The Mage, as well. Um, he's back again. How exciting. So we are going to talk to you guys about something that we're going to be offering in our giveaway that I mentioned earlier. Again, this giveaway is massive. Um, I'm dedicating it to my birthday. I'm being super generous to you guys. Like, I'm really excited for everything you're going to get. Um, so Michael and I are just going to talk about the way our, our tarot styles. Um, these are going to be something that's offered as a prize. So you get to kind of understand um, what, we, what we do and how we're going to be utilizing our cards and when we're reading you, if you so win. Alrighty. So um, Michael, I want to talk to you about the way, well, tell, tell me about the way you read tarot. Hey, Praxi, thank you for having me on the show. It's, it's really good to be back. And I read, I generally take like two hours and I read, if I'm reading for someone, um, I'll, I'll take about two hours and I'll pull mm -hmm. three cards from the past, three for the present and three for the future and just sort of take it from there really. Mm -hmm. um, I usually do it all online, mm -hmm. which I was a little bit skeptical about at first, mm -hmm. but um, it works. It works. I've got people saying, you know, that this is so accurate. I'm really surprised at how how well it works online and mm -hmm. yeah so 
I mean, what I do prior to the reading is just meditate with the person. Like, meditate's a big word. Yeah. But we just sort of, like, tap into each other's energies, mm -hmm. you know, just to sort of, like, build that connection. Mm -hmm. um, I'll burn herbs that are good for, like, divination. So mugwort I'll usually burn. Um, I quite like frankincense, so I'll burn that and just sort of just prep the area mm -hmm. um if, if that makes sense that, I, i'm a big believer sorry go on no no, no. Um, that's something um i've been i joy and i joke around and we say that we're very lazy and low maintenance in in our craft but um i i <laughs> noticed that prepping can make or break a reading at least for me um yeah i really yeah. can't i i i used to but i cannot just pick my decks up and just start flipping cards I just, it's not going to work out for me. I I wouldn't want to do it for a client just mm -hmm. because for like, for me, it's different if I'm reading for me, but for a client, I've just got a little bit more respect for the process and more like respect for them. Like mm -hmm. they're paying for my time. So I'll, I'll, you know, I'll really go in. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, the process is so vital. Like, I mean, I will do everything the same every, every reading. Yeah if that makes sense, like I'll set, I've got a cloth on my floor, it's the same cloth, I'll set it up in, a, in a, the same way every time. A ritual, so to speak. Yeah, just to get my brain, just to trigger my brain into mm -hmm. saying, okay, it's time to read now, and just sort of, there is a term for it, and I can't think what it is, but it is a known psychological thing where you get into this routine, it sort of lulls your brain into mm -hmm. that state of being, into that state of mind as well, so. I think that's yeah. really thing that, um, that state of mind basically that allows you to connect, that allows you to notice cues that maybe you weren't originally aware of, um, like bringing your subconscious to your conscious kind of situation. Definitely. Um, Definitely. I think that's so cool. But um, for me, I, um, I noticed that I don't, I prefer not to just be asked a straightforward one line question. I don't know about you. Um, yeah, I, so. um, I get these senses and I get them when you talk more. Um, and I think it throws some people off. And I had one girl ask me um, why I kept asking her questions. And she's like, shouldn't you know this or shouldn't the cards know this? And I know, right? Um, <laughs> Like, you're not psychic there's a difference that, between being psychic and being a tarot reader there's there is a difference there's a difference and you can be both and you can be yeah right. definitely and i'm and and that's what i'm working towards because i know that i have those abilities they're just not strong and that's yeah. really what and that's some sometimes what a psychic will do is they will use the cards as um the vessel for the message they're getting to clarify to pontificate to um, kind of put words to something that was a vision you never know but again yeah. you're right sometimes it's just a reader and they're just a messenger exactly uh, and for exactly. Her, and I'm not I'm not trying to bash her but um she definitely was like you know she didn't she was not forthcoming with information um and to me that is a harder read because I take that and I either if they're saying it to me verbally over the phone or if they're sending in as a message, I'm reading that, I'm shuffling the cards. I'm even read, I'm even reading it out loud and sending those vibrations into the cards. Yeah, um, yeah. I like to ask the person their big three. I like to say their name when I'm shuffling it so that the cards know who I'm talking about because I'm yeah, yeah. a firm believer. 
that if I'm thinking about me and my problems and whatever dude I'm like thinking about in the current moment, my it's going to influence. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's like a sniffer dog almost. You've got to put the rag in front of its nose for the cards to pick up. That's, that's kind of how I'm viewing like that. A, as just like speaking. a metal detector. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I mean, go ahead. I, I never, like my readings are general. I never focus, like I never approach someone and say, you know, let's look at this problem in your life. <laughs> I, my readings are a general over, mm-hmm. overbearing one. Um, overbearing is not the quite the right word, but Ob- like a omniscient kind of yeah object. yeah like like an overlook. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'll I'll ask if like cards are relating, like does that make sense, and mm-hmm. just sort of give them space to talk about because the some of the cards they're quite broad in their meanings and their interpretations. Mm-hmm. So if I know that you've got home issues, I can look at that in terms of the star and right. sort of sort of relate the start to, to that mm-hmm. issue you know so th- no, that yeah makes, that makes the questions sense. really help us focus in on the on on the subtle meanings within the cards yeah, yeah definitely sometimes you definitely context. um so yeah so I was saying I some I really don't want just one question I ask people to vent to me and I mean that I mean lay it all out like let's yeah, yeah. you're over like you're just what do you feel right now and then yes, give me a, a specific concern if you so wish. But I've also noticed, and I, I noticed this with this particular deck, um, and we and I want to talk about that too. Um, yes. I noticed with this particular deck, sometimes it ignores your question anyway. Um, and I mean, what I mean by that is, I, I get a lot. You're we're gonna get a lot of relationship questions. That's normal. You want to know if this is a good one, a bad one, if you're <laughs> in a good one, if you're a bad one, like. I, I get it and I love it and I'm here to answer it. But sometimes my cards will be like, I can tell based on the spread that they're definitely not think they're, they don't even want to talk about the other person. Yeah, they want to talk they're not about playing them. ball. Yeah. They're not, they're like, we don't care about the relationship you're in. You have to, these are things that are happening to you that you need to work on. That's not important right now. Or that's not the issue you need to focus on. As in sometimes that means your relationship's fine. But it might not be if you don't fix these things about you. I've noticed that these this particular deck sometimes will just be like, you know what, whatever problem you think you have is not the problem or whatever um, path you're going down is not where your focus needs to be as in that's going to be fine. Let's talk about yeah. this stuff. Yeah, I've noticed that in my readings, it's a lot of internal things. Mm-hmm. Like I use the... Um, Oh, I've I realized that I've been pronouncing the word wrong. Um, <laughs> Thoth. It's the Egyptian god. I've been mm-hmm. saying Thoth, but I think it's Toth. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's that deck. It's the Alistair Crawley Toth deck. Okay. Um, and it just seems to be a little bit more psychological, mm-hmm. I think, the deck. It's, it's about internal processes. It's about patterns. It's about beliefs within yourself so I kind of take my readings tend to take like a more psychological and more like a Mm self-empowerment aspect within it rather than saying I mean other aspects do come into play like relationships and career and home life and that kind of vibe but I'd say overall my readings are like what's happening in your mind like what's happening within you what's your processes what's working within you what needs transformation it's that Mm -hmm. kind of that kind of vibe with my readings I've noticed. I don't know if that's my style 
yeah or whether that's the deck bringing out that um i'd like to experiment with different decks and just sort of see yeah i can't wait for your new deck to come in but um yeah it's funny you mentioned that if it's your style or the cards because um the your your meditating process with your clients is similar to me wanting them to me is basically my empathic want for them to give me that energy. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I'm wondering if it's not a little bit of column A, column B. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. I think it's, that's, really um, cool. yeah, but there's a lot happening. I think, yeah, it's really important to try and pick up on the energy of the person in, mm-hmm. in whatever way you can. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And um, so speaking of decks, I personally have, I had four, I gave away one. Um, and yeah, and I, it's not so much that I'm a deck collector. So, but when I first started out, I definitely, um, went for pretty decks that not necessarily painted a picture. They just look cool in my Mm. eye. And then I moved on to a deck that I, that just called to me. I needed it in my life. I needed to have it. Turns out, and it's still my favorite deck, but it also is my harshest. And it mm-hmm. is one that I've decidedly only used for myself for that reason. Um, my reading style is very nurturing. Um, I want you to come away feeling nothing but su- like support. Um, yeah, empowered. Strength, exactly. Yeah. Ready yeah. to take on the world. Um, and. Definitely. I have, I, and the deck that I'm using right now definitely is doing that for me and giving me those feelings. My other deck, um, not that it's wrong. I, it's actually never been wrong for me, but it does not mince words. And it is a little bit, I think it likes some shock value to kind of like, yeah. You up. Yeah. I think though that is medicine to some people. Yeah. I think some people like personally I respond better the better to that kind of stuff mm-hmm. than than fluffy, you know. Yeah. I, I definitely need that bang, like this is what it is. So I think that's yeah. a very that's a very Scorpio thing. You don't want yes. the brush. You do not yes. want to have to weave through the bushes to yeah. get to the Give me answer. that intensity. Exactly. Get the intensity yeah. and get me the answers. I want yeah. what is what right now. That's the definitely. Scorpio. Me being a baby cancer Pisces moon, I want you to lovingly, gently caress me. Softly, yeah. Like, just be like, hey, maybe don't do that. Like, (laughs) it's okay. That's definitely, I like, please, like, listen, that deck, I use it because it's good for shadow work. But like. What what deck is it? It's um, the Synthesia Tarot deck. Um. I can actually drop a link, but we can drop links for all of our decks that yeah, you guys want. That sounds um, interesting, that one. Yeah, it is gorgeous. It is this um, velvety black deck, minimalist style. So every it's not so much p- picturesque. It's very symbolic in its um, mm-hmm. images. It is absolutely gorgeous. Very intense. Um, Michael, I think you would actually enjoy this one. Um, Energy-wise, it's... it's um, it it tells you it tells you exactly like it is and it's um i pulled i pulled a spread for myself um before i went on a cruise that i was nervous about um mm-hmm. and looking back on what it said i was it was just telling me like overall i was just not going to have a good time man 
And I was like, that's not, oh. that's like, yeah, I was like, that's not a nice thing to say. I was like, I'm going yeah. to the Bahamas. Like, why would you don't do this to me? Um, it was basically, um, it, it, it was not wrong. Yeah. What I would say is that I think, I believe that cards can give insights to the future. Mm-hmm. But I don't think the future set in stone. I Absolutely. think my personal belief is that certain mile, milestones in our life we have got to do, mm-hmm. you know, and as we can either cut straight to them or we can swerve to them and make that path as long mm-hmm. and as difficult as possible. Okay. But I think largely it's in our hands. And I think the cards can, or any divin- divination method mm-hmm. can, can give us insights into our f- future based on our energy at the time of the reading. I completely so, agree. I think, and I, think yeah. I think you can influence the outcome. You know, if you've got a bleak future coming up, you can definitely think, okay, what can I change? What mm-hmm. patterns within myself can I change? What can I bring out to sort of steer me off this path mm-hmm. and go on to a brighter one? Absolutely. So I wouldn't say people should get disempowered if, if something bad comes up it's just a chance to say okay wake up call yeah what can I do to sort of shift path on that yes so I will say that that spread that I pulled was the second one for the same um, answer that I was looking for the first one was really nice and I was like happy and sunshines and roses the second time I pulled it it was that that was my outcome um, mm-hmm. I, I can't speak to what trans, like what changed between the first time I pulled and the second time I pulled, but yes, the second one was my outcome, but originally I don't think that it was going to be. And then yeah. also with that said, you bringing up the whole, you don't think that it's, you know, um, it, it doesn't have to be life changing or it doesn't have to be your future in that moment. How does that make you, how does that um, affect the way you interpret major arcana cards when they come up? Oh, good question. I, I always sort of think that the cards are a possibility. Mm-hmm. And that I always see the major arcana as like huge, massive chapters. So yeah. I always think there's a bigger probability of those happening. Yeah. But what I would say is that you can do exercises around these cards. Like mm-hmm. this is what I kind of recommend to people that read with me, um, that I, I, I try and tailor exercises to them mm-hmm. so they can... So they can bring the energy of that card into their life. Let's say mm-hmm. it's the star and they want the star into their life. I'll give them exercises just to increase and tip the odds in their favor. Mm-hmm. Star in inverted commas in their future. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's kind of how I interpret it, but I never make any guarantees, you know, like this is, this is definitely going to happen. I'm kind of like, yeah. I, I just don't believe the future works like that. So you know, I, I just don't believe it works like that. Um, speaking of that, um, and I'm going to, I'll speak about a specific incident. Normally, most occasions, I am not going to tell you a definitive yes or a definitive no. Um, Mm. I will do my best to interpret the cards and position a response in a way that makes you understand either or, or just kind of what, what they're just saying. Not so much, yes, break up with him. No, don't take that job. You know, um, it's going to say this is kind of where you're at and this is where you could be going. And exactly. Yeah. If if you're if that's where you're going, what does that mean for the relationship? What does that mean for the job? But go ahead. The I I kind of view it that the cards put you on high ground to see Mm -hmm. the perspective, you know, to see the full picture. That's 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 how I kind of view it. Yeah, they elevate your position. Yeah. You so know, and they sort of say, okay, 
it helps you be yeah. a little bit more unbiased in your very biased life. Definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. It just gives you a few more options to work with. And have you considered this? Could you consider this? It's yeah, right. It gets you out of this and narrow tunnel vision that you're in. Two things about that. I will find that some people do not want that from me. Um, yeah, they want I think that's to tell. And I, I really do think this is okay. Um, I'm not I'm not flanking anyone that really just like really wants an answer. Um, I think as readers, we are just so reluctant to do that because that's us. It's coming out of our mouths, not, yeah. you know, regardless yeah. of whether or not I say the card said it or spirit has told me we're literally saying this to you and how it's going to go is, well, you said, um, yeah. it's a, it's, I hate to get so serious about it, but it's kind of a liability issue. Um, exactly. Like yeah. the cards don't give yes or no. Yeah. And we are just like a channel for the cards. Yeah. yeah. So if you want my opinion, I kind of step back and say, if it were me and if I was in this position, I would maybe do this, mm-hmm. but I always stress that I can't give you that answer. Yes. Like somebody told me, like somebody asked me, should, should they take a person out of their life in terms of relationship? Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, yeah. it, it's not my position to say so that. I will I, say that I've had a question like that and I've drawn cards and my interpretation and I would say my intuition the way I read that in that very instant of pulling all of those cards and looking at it, the cards were in that moment giving a one, a response. And, and normally, and normally I don't ignore the cards and I don't deviate as in, I won't like if the cards are saying, if they pull a death card in a relationship, um, for example, that usually means transformation, change, loss, yeah things like your that. partner isn't gonna die Chill. no 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 there <laughs> that's honestly that's actually for me personally that's just not what's happening it does not ever in my in the times that i've pulled that card me- meant death. no um, it's an internal death yeah that's how i view it yes and um for this particular person i pulled um i did a five card spread i pulled four more major arcana cards um oh. i know all of them I know. Okay. Yes. And I don't know about you, Mike, but to me, in that exact moment, I knew it, I, I knew I, I could give her the answer that she was looking for. Still reluctant, but what I did was I read it in a very like omniscient way. I, I presented yeah. it in a very omniscient way. But this person was also a personal friend. And I did take her aside and I told and I told her how I felt. And I did not place it as this is what you need to do. I said, I feel yeah, this is your future. Yeah. yeah. I said, I just out of respect and love for you. I feel like the cards were, this is probably as firm as I've ever gotten a reading. And this was a mm. definitive yes or a definitive no. I, I will do that from time to time if I feel so called to, but normally, yeah. no, you're not going, I'm not going to tell you to take a job or leave a job. Um, there are too many factors to play in there and we're just we're not here to make you swing the pendulum one way or the other we're giving you the space to figure out your own conclusion yes yeah definitely that's so important that was a that that's just a I think that's an ethic type of that's an ethical yeah yeah it's it's not 
it's not a, any diviner's job to provide a yes or no answer. Mm-hmm. I feel it's it's very because it's about inner growth. And if you're just constantly going to people and asking for questions, you're never gonna grow in 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 like an inner sense. Mm-hmm. If you see what I mean, right? We like, don't want we want you to come back and ask us for clarity. And as milestones occur in your life, and you need a little bit of guidance, it's guidance. We are not going to we are not like, right. We don't, we don't become the parent with the child directing their life until they can, because exactly. You'll never grow. Exactly. I remember when my mom, my mom got me into tarot and I think Mm -hmm. I was about 13 and she gave me them and warned me like, don't use them often Mm -hmm. um, because you'll live your life by them. And I I do agree with that. Like I hear people pulling daily tarot cards Mm -hmm. and I'm like, I, personally don't do that Mm -hmm. just because you get to you know you're living your life by the cards and yeah they're great for you for like guidance and and milestones and stuff but not every day no every um, day don't rely on them every day don't let them become a crutch I'm gonna tell you guys right now pull your cards every day and you'll end up traumatized and looking (laughs) forever looking behind your back like over your shoulder (laughs) Wait. yeah it's a major arcana card especially if you pull the death or the hangman you're gonna for the day how is it yeah that, you know what i mean not to say that the cards are wrong but putting that kind of um pressure on energy yourself, behind yeah. you yeah yeah because I, I kind of view the cards as keys into rooms and i can't remember i picked this up from another podcast i think it was Oh, they changed the name of it, but it was beyond the strange magic. It was strange magic. And then they changed it to beyond the world. Amanda Garcia Yates. And they talk about the um, cards is like keys into a room. Nice. And if you're just sort of allowing this energy, like using the keys to open this energy on a daily basis, and it's you're pulling major arcana cards a lot, and they're not always the most positive, the majors. Mm -hmm. There's a few grim ones in there. Like I just, I just wonder what sort of energy you're inviting in. Yeah. And I always say to my clients, like I had one client who was like, can I come back in two weeks? And I'm like, absolutely not. No. <laughs> you know, um, three months minimum pushing towards more six, six months. I'd, I'd like personally. Especially with the spread as huge, as, especially especially with the spread that went into the past, the present and the future. You think, yeah. You know, you've gotten what you need. So yeah, give it time to work as well. Yeah. Like give give time for the future to unfold. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, two weeks, no way, absolutely not. Right. Also, I absolutely would say um, speaking about you know having a reading immediately after a job loss or a breakup yeah. um, to me is a little too chaotic. That energy, um, and I I'm I'm always an advocate. Just give it a couple of days just a couple of days until when things can kind of be looked at through more. Yes. Settle down. Yeah. More not yeah. as emotionally um, intense as so to speak. Yeah. It's, that's a good point. And I've not actually considered that. I mean, I would for me, but for my clients, I, I haven't, I don't, I don't know anything as to why they're getting their reading. I literally just, they do, they come to me and say, tell me about the, about your reading. I explain my process. Mm-hmm. And I say, give me a shout when you're free. Mm-hmm. And then they book it. Like I go in not knowing anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, yeah. when they message me, I don't even look at their profile. I'm like, I'm very right. much like, okay, 
that that's the end of that and whatever happens happens in the reading mm -hmm. so to speak that's a but that is quite an interesting yeah yeah but I quite like yours that you're like the energy could be too turbulent but and I mm. and I take that because um and you're and you're right I also don't really I don't want to I mean bias is a thing prejudice is a thing and I mean prejudice by just prejudge like you just mm. form opinions based on, so I don't like anything and everything. Yeah, yeah. Right. I don't really like to look. And that's why I asked the person, you tell me, what am I looking yeah. for when I'm, when I start, you know, reading, yeah. that's what I do. But also how do we control how they respond to what we tell them if they're still fragile? Yeah. And sometimes, I don't know about your deck, mm -hmm. but my minor arcana have labels on them. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, one of the, the swords are quite grim mm -hmm. and it literally have failure written on the bottom. And when I pull that card for people, it just makes me nervous. And I'm kind of like, nothing to see there. Right. Don't, don't look at that word. And then I'll just try to like adapt it to their situation because that word sounds horrific, but it it's there's failure in life yes you know we mm -hmm. fail before we succeed and, so many and times and failures and big yeah mm -hmm. and just that card when i see that word come up i'm kind of like i'm just gonna hide that right. word like i kind right. of wish it wasn't labeled like that like they were all labeled like as a memory aid i guess it's useful to trigger but mm -hmm. if people see that kind of like oh no 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 and, so... and agreed i just think that um sometimes and not sometimes the cards are lessons to be learned, their messages. And I would hate for a person to not receive a message they might have needed because they weren't in the right place. Yeah, it. because they were hung up on the death card and thinking, oh my God, who's going to die in my exactly. family? Yeah. So which is also that's very important. Point. And what's very, and that's why I'm very careful of how I word things. You want, I want so bad because I get this. I look at the cards and I'm, especially if it's when, when there's, you know, um, a court card or a major arcana card, I'm like, the cards really need you to know this. And, yeah. and so it's so important to me to word it in a way because I want, like, I can tell the cards are like, tell them, tell them, girl, tell them. And I'm yeah, like, okay. yeah, yeah. I, I struggle with the court cards, actually. I don't know what, how, what your process is, but I find I asked a lot of, I ask, I usually ask a lot of questions around the court cards where I'm like, this could be a person, mm -hmm. it could be an event, it could be like a, an element of your personality, it could be all three. So, like, I, mm -hmm. I quite struggle with them. Like, I don't know what your process is around them. So with court cards, I, I love and hate them. Um, I love my deck because it is um, non-binary. So all of my okay, nice. do not have a gender. Um, yeah. And I think that's very important um, now more so than ever. And so, because, but because of that, it's harder. I, I've, found, I've found that I hesitate more to pinpoint a person because now I, I literally don't know who this person is to you or I, if it uh, is a person. Um, and I usually just treat it as an energy until until I get clarification on that yeah that's quite a good point like if I draw um the knight of swords I'll say that it tends to be a masculine energy mm -hmm. or a masculine mm -hmm. presence I'll use I'll use energetic mm -hmm. words rather than saying this is a strong man yeah. you know it's <laughs> yeah it, I, I feel like 
society's moved, you know, society's changed and mm -hmm. some decks have moved with it and some obviously haven't because right. they were done 50, 60, 100 years ago. I don't think it's the so, worst thing, I, but I do think that it's nice if the reader in, exactly interprets it as an energy and not so much because yeah, we don't know. Yeah, yeah, I think it's just for the sake of respect Exactly. And for the sake of not being um, hurtful mm -hmm. or dismissive or rude, or just just or presumptuous. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, it just sort of mitigates that yeah. and sort of gets around it. So yeah, no, that's that. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So I mean, honestly, though, I, as far as um, accuracy goes, um, I and I've seen I've seen Michael's reviews. Um. People are all extremely <laughs> satisfied um, with his. And I think that when it comes to tarot readings, and I and I get them done for myself. I sometimes do my own when it's shadow work, but um bigger mm, great tool for shadow work. Yeah. Great tool. Yeah. Bigger um things in my life that I want clarity on, I will go to somebody else. And you have to trust what they're saying in that moment. But if it's something that is life altering and not in a, a very nice way, then you have to take that as this is a possibility. And now it's time to see what we can do to make that an impossibility. Um, but I will say that the cards don't, they're not wrong, if that makes sense. Yeah, and it's difficult because I'm I'm generalizing, but I wouldn't necessarily say the cards are necessary bad in of themselves. Mm -hmm. um, and also it's massively depends on your perspective. Like I see death as something quite amazing. Yeah. You know, it's a card that is great. That, I mean, I'm Scorpio. The card is Scorpio. Exactly. It relates so maybe that's that but the tower as well i mean the tower is seen for those that don't know the tower is the scene as like the worst deck the worst card mm -hmm. in the deck that kind of vibe that and the but I kind of, are, oh you're saying the tower yeah yes, the tower the tower, the tower scene is the worst the but i kind of see it as a necessary evil you know the tower symbolizes your belief system being pulled down like everything you know like the like the land being completely reset mm -hmm. and the way I tell it is that it's only as painful for as how hard or how firmly you grip onto or, the, to the things that are needing to be cleared mm -hmm. so I wouldn't necessarily say it the cards are evil it's more the person's relationship and reaction to the card. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So definitely. I treat the Wheel of Fortune, the Tower, Death, and the Hanged Man the same. I see them as a, oh, you know, this needs to happen. That's literally how I see yeah. it. I look at them yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. like, um, yeah. I, honey, don't fight this. Um, yeah, it this will, is bitter medicine. You, this will hurt you more the more you fight it. Um, yeah, definitely. Just like, let's, let's, let's let it happen. Um, especially the hanged man especially like, yeah, yeah. that one is literally telling you do, like let it happen like stop fighting yeah chill yeah chill mm -hmm. that's that's a very that's a really good point um they it's not bad it's it, you have to look at it as this is what the universe is saying um mm. and what will be will be 
so above, as above, so below. Those kinds of concepts are definitely very true. And I just see it in the cards. And yeah, I don't consider these things bad. I honestly like seeing them because I'm looking, I, I then look at the person and be like, you're, you're headed. Because guess what comes right after? Um, the dark days. Is the star, right? Right after the, yeah. yep. Yeah, the sun breaks and yep, everything's all grand. I I get a little bit suspicious of things are too positive. I'm like, Mm -hmm. "Mm, this seems too good to be true. What's coming? So yeah, give give me death, give me tower, throw that in any old day. (laughs) And I mean, think of it as shedding new skin. Think of it as rising from the ashes, things like that. Um, There is no, um, there is balance and there, you don't know peace without war type of situation. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, definitely. It's very, I, it's um, very, it's a very harmonic, harmonic concept, and I honestly think I look onto it fondly. I very much just kind of it, it brings me peace to know. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, what else I was going to mention? My honest, I don't know about anybody else, but my brain is just mush lately. Uh, Mercury. I am just mushed. Yeah. Definitely. Um, the swords the swords mm. i was gonna ask like what what's your approach to the swords and stuff and because the swords are typically like the nasty guys of the deck yeah um for about like a month. any coping me- <laughs> mechanism oh, sorry any coping mechanisms listen um for a month straight i pulled the three of swords for a month Oof. straight and this is this okay. is that deck that hurts my feelings right and, okay. um and yeah i was getting a lot of swords cards and Honestly, I don't have a coping mechanism. I take it, I don't take it with a grain of salt, but I look to other cards to soften yes, the blood. Lessen the blood. Yes. Yeah. Very much yeah. so. I'm, please give me a wand, give me a cup. Like, please give me yeah. a cup with this sword. So I know that, you know, there's some kind of balance. There's, yeah. you know, things going on. But yes, they are. I do find that... Um, those ones are extreme. I, I, is it crazy that I only now realize that I, in hindsight, I realize that those cards are harsh, but you saying that I'm like, oh yeah, no, I never really like pulling swords. Yeah. Well, I only really associate swords with grimness because on my one with the labels, it's literally like futility, <laughs> failure, betrayal. And I'm just like, Ooh. like, why are you like Go- this? Yeah, I've got to swing this one out the park when three of them come up in a yeah. in a bloody reading for a client. Like, oh, um, yeah, it's it's a grizzly, it's a grizzly suit. The, I think the ace of swords is quite positive. Yeah. Generally, the ace of ace of every deck is ace of every suit is quite powerful and quite a good mm-hmm. sign. Um, ace is great. Um, threes and fives are um not that great. Um, especially for the swords. But speaking of not so great. Talk to me about um, your take on reversals. I never do them. Okay. I don't do reversals. Um, I'm. Yeah, I, what's your take? I do them because that's what comes out. Um, and now I want to. I'm going to ask you about flyaways next. But um, no, <laughs> no, no flyaways. No, I'm quite. I yeah. was just talking to someone about this. So I, <laughs> I right now do reversals. I have not made up my mind. And I have not taken a stance on it. So as the cards uh-huh. appear, I read them as such. That's just where I am right now. Um, yeah. Does not mean I like them. I actually genuinely dislike reversals. Um, 
Mm-hmm. I and so I'm still I'm still playing around with that. But for right now, as I pull cards, I read them as I see them. And like, yeah, I'm so clumsy. So like, what? You know, like, what am I doing? That that's that's the thing because I think you pull a reversal. Do you put it back into the deck reversed, or do you reverse? Because is that card reversed forever? Okay. Okay. I, I just think Let me, I don't like reversals. I, I don't like reversals. Let me tell you guys that if I pull a reversal, it's going back right side up. <laughs> but <laughs> way, the way I shuffle, I will get reversals. Um, oh, okay. Yes. Okay. So That's interesting. I shuffle two different ways. I shuffle. Um, ugh, I don't even know what I do. You know the thing where you and then. <laughs> I kind of understand what's happening with the noises yeah. vaguely. I kind of can see what's happening. That was brilliant, though. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. So I do that. <laughs> I do that with the cards, and then I just do the classic. <laughs> oh, oh no! Now I'm lost. I thought they were the same noises. Okay, <laughs> you're going to have to show me. You're going to have to but show you me. You like uh, a couple, then you drop them. You. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so that's what I do both. And so because of that, I will all uh, um, but when in. I pick okay. them up, I put them back in right side up because I really want them to come back right side up. Especially if you've got the sun or the star, it's yeah. not fair to reverse them, I feel. I'm just like they're the best cards. They're so cool. Yeah. Um flyaways, there are I mostly ignore them because normally I get like a like it'll come out in chunks and I'm like yeah no yeah literally you've pulled six exactly. yeah you're on you're, you're on a card eight of the reading like, I'm not adding six exactly. cards to this reading exactly sorry so the only flyaways I listen to or um are the ones where I'm like how the heck did that leave my hand it yeah. does not happen often so I'm thankful for that but there are some where I'm like how did like where why and like why are you across mm. the room right now like what happened. Yeah, I've no blanket ban on reversals and flyaways, <laughs> but with me, I tend to, I I've only got, I've only really got experience with two decks, and the other one I had experience was from years ago, mm-hmm. so I can only speak about my deck. But with mine, the shadow side sometimes to the cards, and if I feel that's relevant, I'll speak about that. That's shadow side to me is kind of like the reversal mm-hmm. of that card, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, I'll give, if it's a happy card, cool, but I will give warnings like, you know, not to be too safe in this or not to be too lazy here or mm-hmm. that that kind of vibe. So it's not all like fluffiness and, right. and, and what's the word I'm thinking of? Like, like pandering almost. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not real. It's yeah. not real. It's not reality. Right. And um, so I'll try and give the shadow side to things and keep it a bit balanced. Mm-hmm. So when I read reversals, um, and what mixed with you know regular facing cards I take that that to me is the hard thing that to me is the quote-unquote not so good thing um and then I use the other cards to kind of cushion it um Mm. to to give you the the negative sandwich so that or is it the positive sandwich so to speak um Mm. and I usually take this is where you're coming from. And it's usually, usually I don't want to like generalize this, but usually that kind of card is speaking to some inner conflict that's going on and not necessarily, you know, something that's about to manifest or anything like that. It's just kind of like, you're feeling a little rough about this situation and you need to look at it this way. Um, Again, I'm still not, 
sure if that's a, an approach that I'm going to maintain. Um, right now I'm just listening. I like my deck right now and it's, it's fairly, fairly kind. So I will listen to it as it gives it to me um, mm. until I'm, I, that might not be the case for a different deck. Who knows? Yeah. I was going to ask, do you um, cleanse your deck? Okay. Do you like smoke cleanse it? So what's your take around that? One of them sits with a clear quartz um, crystal in uh -huh. a bag and it's uh -huh. just chilling all the time like that. That's my meme deck. I think it always, always, always <laughs> needs to be. <laughs> Maybe put some rose quartz with that. Maybe it needs yeah, some rose well, quartz if it's me. Yeah, Michael, I literally never considered that. I thought, I was like, hey, if I keep this deck neutral, it won't hurt me. Um, <laughs> but I mean, because quartz, clear quartz is like the stone of clarity. So yeah. maybe it is too, there's too much clarity there and it hurts. Yeah, maybe I need a little maybe bit. Maybe soften it with a bit of rose. I love that tip. That's great. Yeah. Uh, my other one is I'll use, I'll use it for readings um, all day. <laughs> and, and just so you guys know, um, shuffling is cleansing, is um, clearing your deck. Not cleansing it, but it is clearing your deck. So you can just shuffle between readings. Um, but I do, if I do like a bunch of readings that day, I will um, cleanse it with a with some sage. Okay, interesting. What about you? I I used to do knocking, like three knocks apparently cleansed nice. it. I don't know if you've come across that yes, one. Yes, I've heard that one. Yeah, knock, knocking on the deck. But um, after, so with my bands of time, after the past, I'll shuffle the deck while the person's thinking of their present. Mm-hmm. And then after I've done that, I'll shuffle like each, each section yeah. I'll reshuffle just to sort of break the energy of the mm -hmm. past, present and future. Mm -hmm. And just just to keep that open, if you see what I mean. Yeah. And I, but I, I go ahead. I, I don't um, smoke cleanse it. You know, I don't I don't burn any herbs around mm -hmm. it. I won't actively pass it through smoke. Okay. In, in, I just think, I yeah, it, I can't explain it. It's just my gut feeling. OK, it's just what I what works for me I don't I don't want to knock the old energy away from it I, you know it's got a relationship with mm -hmm. me I, I don't want to clear it um so and this is I keep talking about this deck guys I'm sorry but that's just goes to show how much I struggle <laughs> with it um I have slept with this deck um I have individually smoke cleansed each all 78 cards individually mm -hmm dedication yeah. like it um no listen it wasn't dedication i was like you're gonna you're gonna get yourself together and you're gonna stop being you're gonna crazy. work for me i was gonna say you're gonna stop hurting me um i've done i've swung a pendulum over it to ask it if it needs to be cleansed i i mean we've we've gone through it all and um it's been it, it calmed down after i after i let it rest with clear crystal or clear quartz um, I'm definitely uh -huh. going to try that rose quartz tip because that sounds that's yeah be, I'd be really interested yeah and also maybe pull some cards as to why your relationship with it is rocky right I've never interviewed this deck um yeah never, have a conversation yeah with I've it. never asked it what its purpose in my life is anyway I just thought it was beautiful and mm. I just started using it that so maybe it's feeling some type of way and it wants me to know why definitely um, I, it's also okay to retire decks. I, I think, um, if you, if you no longer feel connected to it and that disconnection feeling, I don't know if you've ever felt this, Michael, I felt that very strongly to the deck that I gifted to someone. I just, no, just no, Couldn't thank connect you. To it. Yeah. 
I mean, I've not retired. Like, they've been actively taken. So <laughs> when you talked about sleeping with it under your pillow, I, I did that with my old deck, the mm-hmm. one that my mum gave me. Mm-hmm. And I changed the bed. Mm-hmm. And didn't realize that the tarot deck was still bundled in the sheets and into the washer oh my goodness I that was the end of my journey with that deck (laughs) well that hurt to hear (laughs) right I would be gutted they came out boiled no there's no energy left on those bad boys you just know that right now (laughs) I'm looking at my deck right now and if anything happened to it I would be bored and it's not about the money. It really isn't. I can literally just go get another one. It is not about that. This is, Mm. I feel like you just told me like, oh no, I don't, that is so upsetting. I'm so sorry that I can't imagine. Bloody check your sheets before you throw it in the wash. Check everything. I don't leave. um, Oh, do you let other people touch your deck? No. I don't, and I don't let my clients say when they're ready for the card to be pulled. Mm-hmm. Okay. I make that decision. Okay. So yeah, I'm very, I'm very particular. Sometimes, very particular. Um, if I'm, because I, with COVID, I haven't been reading in person. Um, so, but sometimes, depending on the person, I will let them do a shuffle. Um, I actually do this. This might sound super weird, or you might completely understand this. I actually mm. mostly do this with my air sign clients. Um, Interesting. Yeah, because okay, I feel and I and I and I'm going to speak specifically to one person. This this one person specifically, I let her do it because she does not um, communicate freely. She doesn't. She has a harder time articulating exactly what the issue is but then she'll shuffle and then I'll shuffle then I'll pull and I start to you know explain what I see and and all of a sudden the floodgates open but if this was a normal conversation I would have never gotten any of this out of her yeah we're taking you years to crack that that's really that's a really beautiful process I really like that I really like that yeah um but I do also have a little baby 14 year old cousin adorable sweet as can be she's a hot mess as in she thinks the whole thing's a joke and mm. she thinks it's funny. Um, and I, and then we laugh and it's okay. Like I, I'm not, I'm, first of all, she's not my child. I'm not imposing my beliefs on her, yeah. um, but she, she genuinely thinks it's hilarious and yeah. silly. She does not touch my dick. No. no that, yeah. That's valid. That's yeah. No, ma'am. I, I, I definitely agree on that. Yeah. So um, you, you don't want non-believers touching it, you know, that and just, yeah. Like I, I just, I really, Especially if she would, I wouldn't even let her touch that other deck because if that deck got offensive, offended, and then just oh no, face, you know? no, that that's a that's a rocky uh, that's See? a rocky ride anyway. Yeah, exactly. you know, I don't want that getting any worse. Exactly, but yeah, so I I am very I pick and choose, um, and I can tell right away. I can look at someone and just be like, mm, this old this you're dodgy. Long step back. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, and again, it's because I don't want to have to cleanse it more than I already do. Um, I want it to keep my energy and I want it to stay connected to me. I cleanse it if I've done just so many readings, but that's mm. as much as I do. And I don't want to have to do it again if you touch it. So also that's to you guys, be mindful and ask um, if you can ask 
if you can touch it, ask before you reach out to someone's altar to yeah. see a crystal laying around. Don't just assume it's decorative. Um, yeah, if anybody touched my altar, I would be quite pissed off about that, actually. Yeah. Um, it, it's, like, oof. It's like, that's a real, that's a real thing. Um, yeah, definitely. So everyone just be like really mindful about this. Michael, this was such a good tarot conversation. I feel like. I no, I've loved it. This is good. I love it. Yeah. Okay, guys. So um, Michael will be our second. Is it first place prize? Yes. Michael will be offering a first place prize in conjunction with Hannah, um, the psychic that's participating in our giveaway. And he will be offering. Go ahead. You tell him. I'm not going to speak for you. So that nine card spread that I was talking about where we sit down, meditate, um, I sort of pick up on your energy and I draw three cards for your past while you're thinking about the past, three cards for your present while you think on the present, and then three cards for your future while you think on your future. Mm -hmm. And then I go through each one. Um, I tend to pull a card for clarity if you don't feel there's enough clarity around that band of time. Um, and yeah, I try and give... Um, I want to say the word coach, but I'm I'm not quite comfortable with that term yet. Like I was chatting to my mom about what I want to do with my process. She was like, oh, you're a tarot coach. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm kind of still getting getting a feel for that word. But I kind of like give tips on how you can sort of bring the energy of the cards into your life mm -hmm. through simplest ways of like even like putting that card on your altar, drawing that card, um, hanging it somewhere significant to you. It's, it's, that, it's those kind of little hacks mm -hmm. that I give to try and just ensure the probability of that card entering your life and really benefiting from it, you know? Um, yeah. The reading takes about two hours and I think that's everything, really. I think that's beautiful. Um, and I love you. I, I love long readings. Um, I always walk away feeling heard and seen. Um, guys, so this is, this is our first prize, our first place prize. That also includes, so with Michael's reading, that also includes a one hour reading. And so I will be in conjunction with a beautiful rose quartz um, pendant, the third place prize. Um, and I will be doing a five, a five card tarot spread for you. Um, obviously my process is different um, and not as intensive, but equally- I Still as powerful. Yes, equally as insightful. Um, guys, I will be providing you with information as to how to enter. This is all happening on IG. You can find it on the Mages Well podcast IG or the Little Black Witch podcast IG. Um, also Hannah's IG. So come find us there and start. This is running the whole month of July. It will end on the last day of July where we interview Hannah um, and talk about her clairvoyant and Claire. Um, all of her Claire's, whichever ones that she has, and talk about those. Um, I'm so excited to give you guys these goodies. So please enter. Multiple entries yeah. are allowed if you tag a different friend each time. Yep, yep, yep. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. That was fabulous. Thank you for having me. Yay. Um, actually, that was that was really fun. I loved it. I could have talked for, about Tara for hours. I just, so I, thank you. Me too. And majors, that's it. That's a wrap for today's show. Thank you so much for listening. My intent with this podcast is to provide guidance and inspiration for those on their spiritual path.
I also want to connect you to information that is both useful and reliable. Would you like to support me and encourage me in creating more episodes? With your support, I can give the podcast more time and create more quality content. You can support me through Patreon and gain access to exclusive content and be part of the Majors Well community, as well as being in the communal sugarpot spell. The link is in the episode description. You could also support me by following my Instagram at the Majors Well, leaving a review on Apple Podcasts, and telling your friends about the show. Please get in touch with anything you'd wish to share at themajorswell at gmail.com, and you may just get featured. A big thank you to Coral St. Clair for the podcast artwork and to Cecily Klim for editing. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 